TheChairShot.com. TheChairShot.com. Always. Always. Use your head. You are now listening to ChairShot Radio. Always use your head. Oh, yeah. Here we are. It's Tuesday. And you all know what that means. That means hockey talk with Patrick O'Dowd and David Ongar. That's right, folks. You're listening to Chair Shot Radio Tuesday with Patrick O'Dowd and David Ongar brought to you on the Chair Shot Radio Network, a part of the chairshot.com, where we encourage you to always use your head. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Here's the thing is, I may not always use the Christopher Platt always use your head soundbite, but when I do, it matters more. And I do this as a low-key insider baseball. Congratulations to Mr. Christopher Platt. For those who know why, you know why. For those who don't know, I'll let him tell you in his own time. Anyway, welcome, 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 everyone, to Tuesday's Chair Shot Radio, a little bit of NHL hockey talk. And Dave... We are going to dive right in because we've got lives going on on Saturday. I'm going to go see Dune after we finish this recording uh, because you need apparently seven hours set aside to check out Dune or two and a half uh, as it is a, a quite a length, lengthy movie. But as I've always said, epic is the key. And you've got some guests coming your way. So we want to make sure that and it's not even exciting guests. Like, I think that's what's the best part. But uh, at right. least you're here. Practical guess. Yes, that's practical right guess. It's that's that was my guess last week is I had people looking at my foundation because nothing says bad like a leaky house. But yeah, right. Yeah, you've had some and, issues with that. So and the recording studio studio is in the basement. So like I need to keep the basement dry. That's that's an important deal. Uh, but today we thought we would spend a little time. Talking about the first week and a half that was in the NHL and the number of surprising undefeated teams that we're looking at. Because, Dave, I mean, first of all, our two teams are sitting pretty, but a lot of other teams that we would have never imagined are are surprising undefeated. Now, there's some teams that have not surprised us, but uh, it's, it's going to be an exciting talk. So we're only going to do one commercial break today, and we're going to get that one out of the way right now. Now, so that we can get into the meat and bones of what we're talking, this is going to be a little bit of a shorter chair shot radio for the two of us. Uh, and so, as I mentioned before, this is Hockey Talk brought to you by the Chair Shot Radio Network on thechairshot.com. And we have such a great loyal following of fans, people who listen to us day in and day out, and they frequently want to know how to best support thechairshot.com. Well, noble listener, the best way you can help us at thechairshot.com and the Chair Shot Radio Network is to head over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot and pick up an official chair shot radio t-shirt. Now I actually have two in my possession now as I have one of our favorite slogans, my unofficial official shirt of the chair shot radio network and hashtag save tag team wrestling. And then I've also purchased recently a lovely bandwagon nerds shirt for our other show that we do and there are all kinds of other great shows you can pick from there's uh, shows that are no longer with us uh such as uh i'm forgetting it a winner is you there's our logos there's the dogs who also approve and 
I'm going to assume that Dave's company has arrived. <laughs> that seems like the natural dog reaction. But anyway, take a look at our website. Take a look at all of the great options that you have there. Spend a few bucks. They're only $19.99 for your standard style. Or if you're feeling fancy, want something that feels good on your giblets, get yourself something in soft style for a few dollars more. Once again, that location that website is prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot when dave and i come back in a minute and 16 seconds we're going to talk about the undefeated so far here as of saturday october 23rd in the nhl you're listening to chair shot radio on the chair shot radio network a part of the chairshot.com promotional consideration paid for by the following hey folks pc tony here thanks to our new partnership with angry lemonade you can save 10 percent on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code chairshot head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services use the promo code chairshot to save 10 percent that's angrylemonade.net are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Go to powerslam.tv, promo code chairshot. Get your free month. Again, that's powerslam.tv, promo code chairshot. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. That's right. Here we go right into the ESPN hockey music. Oh, shit. I forgot to hit stop after playback. So that was the countdown for whatever. We'll we'll not edit that in post-production because who cares? Um, right. And it's funny because I was just about to make a comment about, you know, you look at a, you, you do sound bites, right? You create these sound bites for, for your show and you don't really realize how long like three seconds is until you're trying to record a show and three seconds of silence hits and you're like, that's forever. And so Dave, I really got to edit that soundbite so that, so that when I do the chair shot segue into the ESPN hockey music from commercial, that it's a little more seamless, which by the way is why that was all messed up. I should have put everything at the end because that's an eternity. It's a lot of dead air, man. Uh, dead, it was dead air is a, a a a taboo thing for podcasters. So I, I'm I'm Andy Kaufman on Saturday Night Live, playing nothing before Mighty Mouse. Yeah, exactly. So good stuff. But hey, we're not here to talk about that. What we are here to talk about is the ridiculous number of surprising undefeateds that have to start the season. And I'm going to start with the one that let's start with the team 
that I and you you and I both were like, this team sucks and has no chance at anything. Buffalo Sabres, dude, they're three and oh. Well three and oh. They dropped one last night. They were three and one. Yeah. But they started the season three and oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How I mean, is Exactly. What are they doing, man? I don't know. I mean, I mean, I think part of it is is you know the Jack Eichel issues, notwithstanding, they seem to have moved beyond that and are just and they're just playing playing good hockey, which is is a you know I mean Buffalo. When you look at what they did last year, remember that dreadful losing streak a year ago? They were abysmal. And, they were abysmal, and they finally seem to have uh, seem to have gotten it going. I mean, I know, and granted. Get your salt shakers out, guys. This is very, very early in the it season. It's so early. But still, that's a, that's a really good start for them. You know, they they dropped one last right. night finally. But a three and one to start the season for Buffalo, that's you got You got to tell me that Saber fans everywhere aren't turning cartwheels. And, and just looking at some of the stats, and, and Dave, to to his credit, he shared he shares the uh, power rankings, the NHL power rankings with me. Their their top sixteen is what is what we're looking at. And the Buffalo Sabers checked in at number fourteen. Eight of their players have scored at least one goal in the first four games of the season, including Jeff Skinner, who didn't score until game twenty right. last year. They're uh, sitting at a plus five right now goal differential. That, so that's big. Yeah, for them. that is really really good stuff. And so. Yeah, I, so I guess do we believe it, or is it too early? Is it just hot side? I, I, I think that's the game we're going to play with all of these. Do we believe it? What do you? What say you? Uh, I is, think they'll is, be Im- the coverage. They'll be improved this year, but I, I mean, right now that Atlantic Division is a little upside down. When you look at the standings and you say, hmm, oh, "What the hell is going on?" Uh, I think they'll be improved. I don't. You know, you look at the team that's still undefeated in that division, and, and they look on. They look re- Florida looks really, yes. really, well, really and, strong. And sure, we can go right to them, even though they're they're like the team of no surprise, right? Like we, you said that they were going to be good. I agreed with you that they were going to be good. Uh, I just thought that this year might be Carolina's year, uh, which, oddly enough, number two. Uh, and they've only at the, at the point of this uh, ranking, like they've only played two games, but both teams undefeated Florida yeah. and Carolina, Florida's four and oh, Carolina's three and oh, um, you know, I, they're, I think what Carolina's third in the Metro right now, just cause they've played less games than some of the other right, teams, right. but, but yeah, I mean, Carolina and Florida were teams you looked at at the season started and say, yeah, they're going to be really, really good. Um, I mean, Spencer Knight as a rookie goalie already, up to 30 saves, 14 in a row to close a game in his season debut when they beat the Lightning, who Dave and I have – well, Dave has is going for a three-peat, and I was not so sure. You're, you're starting to already feel doubts on that one? Well, it's early. You know, Kucherov's got an injury. He's on injured reserve. He hurt right. himself in that game against the Caps. Um, you know, Tampa's issues seem to be on – you know, they, they have been giving up a lot of goals, although they – kind of have righted that ship a little bit lately. Uh, yeah, I mean, for the them Capitals. to be, huh? I mean, well, I said they beat the Capitals. They did, they did. but I mean, but I mean, it, it, talking about, it, I don't know if we're going to talk about the Caps yet or not. I got my thoughts on them, but uh, you know, Tampa's going to come back. They're, they're too good a team to be in seventh, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, you know, it's, it, it, when you look at that division and you say, okay, Detroit is in third place right now. That's surprising. Uh, Bertuzzi's been on fire. Uh, I don't see the Red Wings being able to keep that going. 
Toronto's been struggling a bit. Boston's eh. So I, I look at the Atlantic right now and I take a snapshot of it and say Buffalo in second. Yeah, that's not going to. Maybe they can sneak in for a wild card. I think they'll be improved, but I, I would say right now it's still it's still very early and I don't have <laughs> I'm not buying in on Buffalo yet. That's fair. Well, what about the Minnesota Wild? They're three and they're three and zero as as of the writing of this, and I haven't looked at scores today on Saturday, so they that may be different. Um, though they're interesting, and I don't know that I buy them, but uh, they have won their first. They won their first three games, even though, and I'm reading right off of the sheet here. They they like to let the other team score first, but their power play has been very very good. Yeah, not the best of strategies to always come from behind, but I mean, that's what I do. <laughs> yeah, but but I, I mean Minnesota, they had it. They had a they had a solid year last year, and, and and I don't. I mean, I'm not that surprised to see them three and zero. The 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 bigger surprise to me is your guys who have just been on fire. What? what yeah, we could talk about the Blues right now because um, I'm pleasantly surprised. I love. I officially love the pickup of Bushnevich, uh, suspension notwithstanding. Because because here's the thing is the what I talked about when looking at the Blues preseason is is the the physicality and the toughness that Craig Berube brings to a team, and so far that has been their mo. Bushnevich got suspended because he headbutted a dude in the middle of a scrum like it, it uh, like it, it happens it was like a blink and you miss it yeah but I, I was like that guy was pissed and i was like why is he pissed oh he got him good and that that dirty gritty angry sort of play is key and then the other thing and i sent this to you was Vladimir Tarasenko, who was a big concern for me because he asked for a trade. The Blues didn't give him his trade. And that made me worry, well, how's he going to play on this lot? Like, if I'm a disgruntled player and I don't want to be here and I'm, you know, we're going to play him, but we're not going to play him. I was really worried that he might be a locker room cancer. I was really worried that he wouldn't put forth the effort. And it wasn't just that he scored a goal. Like, cause he's gonna score goals. He's a he. That is his. That has always been his thing. It was what happened after he scored that goal, when somebody got in his face and he bowed up, at, right there with his teammates. And his teammates got his back. And so he may not be happy, and he may want out of St. Louis because of the way that that they wanted to treat his injuries versus the way he wanted to recover from his injuries cuz that that's really what the big the big hubbub was over with that with that but he's showing that he's still going to be a team guy and i think that actually makes him a better trade prospect for the blues down the future cuz you know the blues tried to trade him but they weren't really getting the kind of returns that they felt that he was worth or, or that was worth worth it to him and so they didn't trade him but if you show if you show, hey, I'm going to be a team guy on a team I don't really want to be on, I'm still going to go out there and play. That tells me that that we've got we've got something good going there. That there's a toughness. That team has gelled very very quickly. Um, Saad also uh, has been a good addition. And then I told you this at the you know uh, when they I can't even remember who the win was over, but Cairo. Um, buy into Cairo, please. He, I'm, I'm sold on him. He, he just buys stock now. 
Yeah, the th- thing about Tarasenko, I mean, here's the thing about hockey players in general. The the prima donna factor with hockey players is much lower than it is in, say, in the NBA. And I, I made the direct comparison to you between Tarasenko and the Ben Simmons situation going on in Philadelphia, yeah. which is all about being a prima donna. And, and, and you know, Tarasenko is not – and hockey players don't do that. Now, I don't know. Is Tarasenko an a unrestricted free agent after this year, or do you know? I think so. Because that – that, so. and that – that puts St. That's Louis in a tough you're playing, spot. You're, but it, but if you're, I mean, if he's playing for a contract, you know, whatever. Right, and if uh, and if they're winning like they are now, and you get to the trade right. deadline, and you're like thinking, "Gosh, we can't trade." If he's like their top scorer, well, you, you can't trade him away. At that point, you just got to say, "Look, we got to run with this thing as much as we can." We recognize that he's probably bolting in the off season, but you know, we we. Yeah, you're not going to gut your team of your best player if he turns out to be that way. So it's a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. But the Blues look, you know, I mean, solid wins over good quality teams. I, I mean, you know, yeah, cool, yeah. and I, I did want to say something about the Central. Um, you know, we talked about St. Louis and Minnesota. Colorado's off to a rough start. But when you really look at their schedule, it couldn't get much harder. You know, you go to play Washington, you go to play Florida, you're going to play Tampa Bay, you played St. Louis. That's a tough stretch for, for a team to go through. But um, in Colorado's, um, the thing about them is, is their goaltending. I know a lot of people were high on Kemper. I think that's the goalie that they, because uh, right. um, Grubauer went, ended up going to Seattle. Uh, he's a little bit iffy, I would say. You know, the Caps kind of really put a hurting on him the other night, but I, I, th- I think Colorado will bounce back. I, I really like the blues in, in the wild early. I know that's very early, but the blues, you know, they've come out with an attitude. I'm, I'm feeling much better about my hockey team right now. And, you know, and just really, and it was the Vegas game too, because the Vegas game, they went down one, nothing and then came around and, and turned it on in the later periods and, and really got it going. That was really exciting. But before we get into your caps, I want to talk about one more undefeated team. And that's because, as I mentioned on this podcast previously, if you're not watching Connor McDavid play hockey, you're missing the best player in hockey. He's already off to a hell of a hot start. He's already had a hot a hat trick. He's had 10 hat tricks in his career already, and he's got a long career in front of him. Um but him and Leon Drusadel, like Drusadelately, um, <laughs> you can pronounce his name for me. Both of them, again, as of this, as of this power rankings, uh, eight points apiece alone. Yeah, Edmonton, they're five for twelve on the power play. Yeah, Edmonton's they, five and zero, oh, man. That's yeah, they're ridiculous. They're killing people. Oh, there was one other team I wanted to talk about. I'm sorry, I forgot one, but. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, dogs. I'm sorry. I didn't I, forgot. We'll them. talk about we'll talk about the sharks in a minute. Okay, it'll be all right. Um, he's just so good. He's so and it's 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 poetry, man. Like it's so good. Like I I can't speak highly enough about it. this guy's gonna easily win an MVP. I want to see him in the playoffs, and I want to see him deep in the playoffs. Yeah, and I'm saying that week three or week two he's phenomenal the oilers i knew they'd be good i i didn't really know that they'd come out on fire like this but uh yeah edmonton right. looks dominant 
I know you want to talk about the other undefeated team in the Pacific, a team that I completely just shat upon uh, in our previews. I just completely summarily dismissed them. Another another team I'm not necessarily buying in on, but yeah, I don't know how you would have gone into the season saying, yeah, the Sharks will be 4-0 after the first right? week and a half. What in the world is going on? And they beat my favorite Canadian team, the Maple Leafs, to get that four-game winning streak, to get that winning streak up to four. And again, I know it's early, but suddenly th- things that start early start to become a trend. And if you come out well, I mean, they scored five goals. They beat them five to three. They scored three goals in a period. Uh, you know, and that, by the way, that second period was quite fun to watch because there was a lot of goal scoring. There were five goals total. But... It was it was intense. It was crazy, and they just keep winning. Like well, at some point, it's you know maybe it's maybe you don't buy it, but at some point it starts to become a trend. Well, I, I mean, I don't necessarily buy it, but you know, there's that old saying that says you can't you can't you know win everything in the in the first couple of weeks of the season, but you can pretty much eliminate yourself. Um, I mean, an example: right. look at the San Francisco Giants in baseball. Got off to that surprising start, never looked back. So. Right. Yeah, there's I mean, it, it, it makes it does create momentum. It does make the team feel better. A team that such low expectations like the Sharks uh, to get off to that kind of start where Edmonton is the only team better than them. It, it's got to be a good thing, a, at least a building block. Uh, you know, that that Pacific Division, we talk about teams that were our favorites. I mean, I think you're um, one of the teams that I, I said was going to win the West or I don't know if it was. Yeah, I think I said it'd be Tampa and Vegas. Yeah, Vegas is off to a rough start, you know, one in three. I didn't see that coming. So, but I'm sure they'll write the ship. But, you know, that's that's a little surprising to see. You look at the standings right now and holy shit, Vegas is dead last. <laughs> Even Seattle's ahead of them. And, and the Kraken, I know they're having their home opener today, finally. But, uh, yeah, Seattle's definitely not going to be Vegas from 2018. You can see that already that, okay, these guys are okay, but they're not anywhere near what the Knights were, which you've commented on previously that the draft was set up to kind of limit that a little bit. Right. Um, I am looking forward to seeing their, I, I I'm thinking about recording their opener just to kind of see what they do. Cause you know, they're going to, you know, ESPN cause ESPN is covering it. West coast si- West coast time. So it's a 10 PM Eastern start time. We'll see if old man O'Dowd can stay up for it. Um, I, just, I, I, hope- I want to, I want to stay up at least for the opening yeah. ceremony stuff. Cause you know, they're going to show like the, the, whatever they do on the ice to bring out the team. They're going to show their national anthem, all that. I think that's going to be cool. I can't imagine that they won't do something exciting. It's too but, bad uh, the Red Wings fans throw octopus on the ice. Cause that'd be perfect for the Kraken, but look, it really would. But I mean, but I'm Seattle sure cool. is such a great sports town. You look at the fan base for the Seahawks how they got behind the Mariners this year, even the, like I'm hoping that the Kraken have a Seattle Sounders like atmosphere because that's the best crowd in the MLS. And if that translates over to the Kraken, they, they should have a really good home opener. They're playing, I think Vancouver um, or something like that. And and they got a good shot of beating the Canucks. The Canucks are all right so far better than last year, at least. Yeah. All right. Well, let's wrap up the show. With David's annual uh, discussion of his beloved Capitals, and off to a solid start, you uh, you took your first L this week, right? Uh, yesterday, they, or was it the time? I don't remember. We just, over, he got overtime a loss. Overtime loss. So you got a point. Yeah, yeah. They they 
they're surprising me a little bit. Like the game against the Devils the other night, I have not seen the Caps forecheck like that since probably their yep. cup run in 20. I mean, New Jersey's a young, fast team, and Washington gave them nothing. And and, and I was watching it because I got ESPN Plus, you know, through the whole Disney bundle, and, and I'm thinking I'm getting the feed, and it's nice. the New Jersey announcers. And you could hear their frustration. It's like, we can't get anything going. Every time they try and touch the puck, there's a capital there to meet them. Um, you know, that the, the fact that the Caps are unbeaten um, over time, and they skated with Tampa Bay the whole game, which is encouraging because, you know, you're talking the two-time defending champs. But, you know, Ovi's off to a good start. Evgeny Kuznetsov is off to a tremendous start. If he gets back on track, they still don't have Nick Backstrom, who's probably their best overall not their best overall player but their best assist guy um Vitek Vanacek looks really solid in goal they look like they've got the young the young younger players are filling in so yeah I mean they're going to be competitive I, I still think they're you know right where I thought they'd be you know okay they're probably second or third best in the metro right now they're in first um the Rangers are are surprising because ever since the Caps blew them out they've been on fire but you do have Carolina you do have Pittsburgh. We don't know when Crosby's coming back. Um, the Islanders off to their perennially perennially slow start, which is our one of our big favorites that we we're looking at. But yeah, the Caps are Caps are fine. They're they're going to be good if they can stay healthy and get a few people back, and they continue to play like they have. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Yeah, um, I'm I'm happy for you, man. I think that. Play, playing tough and physical is is the way to go with a lot of your teams uh, or with your team, just like it is with mine. And so, hopefully, they keep that momentum going. And you know, no no major injuries because that's the thing that's starting to, to bug a lot of teams now. You know, we got news that uh, Sidney Crosby doesn't know when he's going to come back after his after his surgery. I'm just looking down the headline list, and it's all like injuries right now on the NHL main page. You've got Hughes. Out with a dislocated shoulder for the for the Devils, you've got um, Jones loss. out four to Jones out four to six months for Anaheim. Now I don't know how much we thought Anaheim was going to do, but or you know was how they, how they were going to be this year. But you know losing a forward for I mean, and he's got no points in two games. So is it really a huge loss for the Ducks? Maybe, maybe not. But four to six months with a torn pec, that's that's brutal. Max Jones. Um, so a lot of significant losses out there. And that's the other big part of it is who stays healthy. Yeah, so hopefully another, another injury. Um, I'm just scrolling through Mark stone. They're saying he won't need surgery for the Knights. Um, that'd be a big loss, but they, but his return dates unclear. So it's like you avoided surgery, but you know, with hockey, like you've mentioned it before, you get those unspecified lower body injuries and, you know, Hockey is the one sport where this like out indefinitely could mean so many different things. And so, uh, yeah, with, with the Knights struggling, you know, losing one of their best scorers, one of their best overall players, right. that's not going to help. And, and, exactly. I, and I think, I think at this point I want to revise my prediction on the Chicago Blackhawks making the playoffs. That's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Mark Andre Fleury. I don't know. I mean, he, they have given up four goals every game. Um, and so, that's there's there's a term for Mark Andre Fleury. It's called washed. I don't know if he's washed, but he's certainly he's not. Washed. You think he's washed? I don't know if he really is. His heart's washed. not into it. I mean, all that drama in the off season uh, right. ha- hasn't translated over to there. And and I know we talked about it off air. Um, 
the poor Montreal Canadiens, man, the only team without a point. They're worse than I thought, than I think either of us thought they'd be. Right. I, I agree. I, I thought they'd be better than terrible, but, you know, that's where we are. All right, Dave. Well, it's been a surprisingly 30 minutes. Uh, good on us. I said this was going to be a short one. Well, I lied. As Eddie Guerrero said, I lied. It's all right. Anyway, that's going to do it for our Tuesday edition of Chair Shot Radio and NHL Hockey Talk. Dave, tell everybody where they can find you out there in the Twitterverse, the interwebs, and so on and so forth. You can find me on Twitter at Attitude Ag. That is at Attitude A-G-G. And on Facebook.com slash Attitude of Aggression. And you can follow me on the Twitter at Wrestling Realist. That is at W-R-E-S-T-L-N-G-R-E-A-L-I-S-T. That's going to do it for this Tuesday edition of Chair Shot Radio. Be sure to listen to all of the Chair Shot Radio broadcasts during the week. There's some really, really good stuff out there. And until next Tuesday, this is Patrick O'Dowd. Wishing you all, on behalf of myself and David Ungar, a happy week. And watch some NHL hockey every Tuesday and Wednesday, nationally televised. Good stuff. You've been listening to ChairShot Radio Tuesday on the ChairShot Radio Network, a part of the ChairShot.com. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly. An AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.